your host, Scott Singer, and you are now tuned into Biofuels Daily. It's Friday, February 28th. What do you call an acid with an attitude? Amino acid. Now to today's top stories. Our first story of the day comes out of California. In California, Brightmark is upgrading six Buffalo area anaerobic digesters from electric to renewable natural gas output and expanding its western New York dairy biogas project to partner with six total farms throughout the region, including two new farms. The Yellow Jacket project will extract methane from 265,000 gallons of dairy manure per day and convert it into renewable natural gas, also known as RNG and other useful products. Farms participating in the Yellow Jacket Renewable Natural Gas Project include Boxler Dairy Farm in Verisburg, Wyoming County, Lamb Lakeshore Dairy in Wilson, Niagara County, Lamb Farms in Oakfield, Genesee County, Lawnhurst, Stanley, Ontario County, Swiss Valley Farms, Warsaw, Wyoming County, and Zuber Farms in Byron, Genesee County. After the planned installation of gas upgrade equipment across all of the farms, is complete in early 2021. The project is anticipated to produce about 305,000 uh, MMBTU of renewable natural gas each year, making this Brightmark's largest RNG project to date. The company has partnered on biogas projects with 17 dairy farms in five states over the past two years. Once all of these projects are operational, Brightmark RNG renewable natural gas projects will generate enough renewable natural gas to drive an average passenger car 7,747,000 miles. Our second story of the day comes out of Missouri. In Missouri, Pluton Biosciences has acquired Microbe Inotech Laboratories, a full-service micro- microbiological lab also headquartered in St. Louis. The 29-year-old laboratory is now Pluton Mill LLC, a division of Pluton Biosciences. The acquisition quantitatively accelerates the path to market for Pluton. Mill's custom Custom pathogen testing capabilities and identification expertise provide Pluton a foundation to build out its micro-mining microbial discovery platform while providing contract lab discovery and testing. Pluton CEO Charlie Walsh says the team is energized by the acquisition, which will escalate Pluton's efforts to find sustainable solutions to some of the world's most challenging problems using its micro-mining platform. Pluton screens billions of microorganisms in diverse soil samples to find new bacteria, fungi, and viruses to solve important environmental and medical problems. Pluton's first discovery was new bacteria patent pending to kill the mosquito Aedes aegypti, which carries a number of deadly viral diseases, most prominently Zika, Dengue, and Yellow Fever. Mill specializes in the testing and and identifying of contaminants and pathogens environmental samples such as soil, water, and food for six distinct laboratory sectors. Environmental, food safety, industrial, pharmaceutical, plant science, and governmental. The company has 100 plus customers that range in size from small manufacturers to Fortune 500 companies. MIL has the same lab setup, equipment, and procedures that we use to find beneficial microbes in environmental samples like soil and water. So from a science standpoint, it was a turnkey operation for Pluton to continue its work micromining nature solutions, said Walsh. On the business side, the pathogen testing and contaminant identification performed by Mill gives Pluton an immediate revenue stream while we license our microbial discoveries to replace synthetic pesticides with safe and effective natural products. 
Business broker Metro Business Advisors was retained to facilitate a succession plan for the founder and CEO of Mill, Dr. Bruce C. Hemming, who will remain a minority investor in the combined entity and a member of its science advisory board. Two Mill laboratory technicians have accepted positions at Pluton Mill. Our third and final story of the day comes out of Denmark. In Denmark, researchers at Aalto University, the University of Tokyo, Sichuan University, and the University of British Columbia have demonstrated that plant-derived cellulose nanocrystals, also known as CNCs, can form an adhesive that fully integrates the concepts of sustainability, performance, and cost, which are generally extremely challenging to achieve simultaneously. Unlike superglue, the new eco-glue develops its full strength in a preferred direction similar to peel-and-stick adhesives. When trying to separate the glued components along the principal plane of the bond, the strength is more than 70 times higher when compared to the direction perpendicular to that plane. All of this means that just a single drop of the eco-glue has enough strength to hold up to 90 kilograms of weight but can still be easily removed by the touch of a finger as needed. As Dr. Blaze Tardy from the Aalto Department of Bioproducts and Biosystems put it, the built. Excuse me, guys. One second. The ability to hold this amount of weight with just a few drops is huge, especially from a natural plant based solution. These kind of properties are useful in protecting fragile components in machines that can undergo sudden physical shock, such as high-value components in microelectronics. To increase the reusability of valuable structural and decorative elements in new solutions for packaging applications and, in general, for the development of greener adhesive solutions, producing a comparable product to a market leader at low cost and with new properties, Furthermore, compared to the current approach of making high-strength glues that can involve complex and expensive routes, the team has demonstrated that their solution is just taking bio-based particle sources from plants with a comparatively negligible cost and just adding water. Since curing time is associated with evaporation of the water phase, two hours currently, it can be controlled, for instance, with heat. Aalto professor Orlando Rojas says, Reaching a deep understanding on how the cellulose nanoparticles mixed with water to form such an outstanding adhesive is a result of the work between myself, Dr. Tardy, Louise Greca, Professor Hirotaka Ihima, Dr. Joseph J. Richardson, and Professor Youngling Guo, and it highlights the fantastic collaboration and integration of knowledge towards the development of an extremely appealing, low-cost and safe application. Plant-based cellulose nanocrystals have remarkable inherent properties, and when combined with water, a powerful adhesive is formed that competes in strength with superglue without the need for toxic solvents. So, let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening, and remember to always go green.